Earlier today, nominees were announced for this year's Canadian Screen Awards. Uh, essentially, I think it's fair to say Canada's Emmys. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of Canada's Golden Globes because it covers both television and film. Okay, okay. fair enough. Here's yeah. a pop culture expert, Vicky Sparks, and uh, Vicky uh, Shits Creek leads the way. Sure does, leads the way and breaks all the records with 26 nominations overall, which is pretty fantastic. Shits Creek is really kind of the little Canadian show that could. It has made it. Not only over the border, but it's been, you know, it's been huge in the States. It was nominated for Best Comedy at the Emmys this yeah. year in at the American Emmys, you guys. Let, let's just let that wash over yeah. us for a second. If we could, 26 nominations. Uh, was there a category they didn't get nominated in? <laughs> no, but they did Best Comedy Writing. They swept four out of five spots in, in the uh, category. The only other show to make it in was Letter Kenny with one nomination. So, I mean, obviously they are being rewarded for... Uh, This is their last season, six seasons of really, really excellent television that has, in large part, you got to give them their due, put Canadian television on the map in an international way. I love both shows, but I'm kind of, in a way, just pulling for Letter Kenny, just to see the disappointment of the other four nominees all from the same show. Mean. (laughs) Mean, Jeff. Uh, I don't know. They're going to win plenty. (laughs) I mean, they got 26 nominations. Uh, Who came in, I would guess, a distant second when it comes to the amount of noms? Distant second and with an E on the the film, the Netflix side, um, and with an E, obviously, the story of Anne of Green Gables told over a longer period of time, sadly, has already been canceled. Much to fans' dismay, they mounted social media campaigns to try and bring it back, and the creators have said, you guys, it's it's dead. There's no coming back, even though it has an American syndication deal. They lost their co-producer with Netflix, um, and they, they just can't make it happen, but Do you it think was a real critical like this success. could influence it coming back? Like, somebody would go, oh, wow, 17 right. nominations and Maybe this uh, rabid fan base? Yeah. I think they are already know that the fan base is there and that it's rabid and that it was really critically appreciated obviously now even more with these 14 extra nominations um, I think it's just one of those things sometimes a good show is gone Mm. too soon you know this is a sidebar and I want to bring you back maybe tomorrow because I wanted to talk to you about Ray Donovan getting canceled oh is this so happy with that decision but it's been on a long time what seven or eight seasons seven seasons but I I think the fans and I know this is total sidebar but let's get into it Uh, I think the fans and also the creators should yeah. at least be given the chance to wrap up the series instead of just being told, uh, oh, by the way, you're not being renewed yeah, anymore. I agree. I hate a surprise cancellation where they give them one more season. If you've been on the air more than one or two seasons, you have earned even a short season, even if you give them six episodes, five right. episodes, whatever, give them the dignity of getting to wrap up the story instead of just ending things. Yeah, because uh, Liev, uh, Liev Shriver, mm-hmm. who plays Ray Donovan, I think uh, tweeted out or put on social media that uh, your voices are being heard, so there's oh, a glimmer well, of hope know. there. Yeah. Listen, social media is incredibly powerful when it comes to these things, right? Because our TV ratings are kind of still an archaic thing, and now with streaming and on demand and downloading, they're not necessarily reflecting accurate numbers of how many people watch this. So social media is a really good way to kind of get out there and get your voice heard and say, I may not be showing up in traditional cable ratings, but man, oh man, I love this show. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, back to the CSAs for a quick second uh, here. Uh, we Shout out to our good friends, uh, The Bomblers, yes. Island of Brian got a bunch of nominations. Crushing right? it. I mean, it's a great show. It was one of the highest rated shows that HGTV Canada has ever had, so it's no surprise that it was nominated. Uh, but Island of Brian, Home to Win, Property Brothers, all of these great kind of lifestyle shows that Canada does so exceptionally well.
All right. Congratulations to all. It's just an honor to be nominated. Just an honor to walk the halls with you. Yes, and uh, we'll <laughs> see who uh, wins. Uh, I think it's, uh, what, a couple months? Um, I want to say March 29th. Okay. Yes. Uh, meantime, let's go to Vancouver for a quick second because there's a movie theater there who is going to bat for all independent movie theaters right across the country, Vicky, by taking on Cineplex. They sure are. The Overlord. The, this is the Rio Theater. And they say that Cineplex's monopoly on the movie industry in this country is unfair and it's uh, actually sinking smaller theaters. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to disagree with that statement. This is a real David and Goliath story. Cineplex has about a 75% monopoly on movie theaters across Canada. So your options to see movies outside of a Cineplex theater are very, very limited. Um, The Rio is in Vancouver. Even Toronto has about five independent movie theaters. But these are definitely a dying breed. And what the Rio is saying is that they can't compete when it comes to licensing films to screen because Cineplex will go to bat and say, if you give it to them, we'll pull it from ours. And of course, you know, distributors are saying, well, we'd rather go with 3,500 screens or however many screens Cineplex has in Canada, as opposed to the one at the Rio. So, you know, you guys can have it seven months from now, but no one's going to come see it in seven months. Now, they've actually filed suit, I believe, or at least with the Canadian Competition Bureau. Yes, they have. Yep. They've got a petition going and the Canadian Competition Bureau said they couldn't comment because any ongoing investigations are confidential, of course, Mm. uh, but that if there was merit to it, they would look into to it and listen that's where my pop culture expertise hits the wall i can't say whether or not they're you know legally infringing on a monopoly wait, wait a here. Minute. you used to work in a law firm paralegal <laughs> come on put that yeah, hat not, back on not in the no. same way okay. <laughs> uh, but uh whether or not they have a monopoly i don't know but it would seem to a layperson that owning 75 percent of the market would give you a pretty good opportunity to control the other 25 to your whims do you think though uh that small i'm going to call them kind of art house theaters, yeah. uh, if you will. I think they have a certain charm. They do, for sure. can they really compete with the likes of Cineplex, who not only have got VIP seating now, but a yeah. lot of times they got the, the seats that shake, <laughs> and uh, they're putting, like, scents in uh, right. the theater, all that sort of right. stuff? No, they can't compete with Cineplex in that capacity, but I think people who are going to these tiny independent theaters are the people who are looking for exactly the opposite of that opportunity that Cineplex provides them. These are people who do not want to see an action movie and be shaken along in their seats. These are people who want to see these smaller movies that Cineplex isn't picking up, right? Cineplex puts out big commercially viable movies. That's their business mandate. So these smaller movies that are excellent in a lot of ways just don't have the opportunity to be seen outside of like a video on demand or a Netflix streaming situation. And I think that that's a real shame because there is a market for them. There are people who would go and see everything that, you know, the little independent theater near them shows. And I think it's a different experience that they're looking for and not one that is competitive with Cineplex. So I wish they would let them have it. I've never understood those shaking seats, by the no, way. Like, din- I can't think of anything worse. Dinner and a movie? So I, I don't want my dinner all being shaken it's up like, in there. It's Thank like you. the 4D rides at like Universal <laughs> Pictures, and there's a dinosaur, and you can feel his breath on your face. I don't want to be that involved in my movie. I'm with you. Yeah. Pop culture expert <laughs> Vicki Sparks. Vicki, thanks as thanks, always. Thanks, guys.